Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 367 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB riding solo dolo here on a lovely Sunday night. Uh, busy week for Underground Sports Philadelphia coming up. Obviously, two Eagles games. we got a ton of things coming up. Uh, so stay tuned later on in the episode for all that goody, goody, good stuff. Uh, but before we get started talking about this Eagles win against the Panthers, and we're going to dive into a little postseason baseball as it relates to the Philadelphia Phillies, I uh, got to give a big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and of course our friends at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com right now, fill up your cart, get the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, watches, check out the small batch tab where they got the fall apparel collection, they got the undrafted Chris Hogan collection, the Tomahawk Athletic Club collection is in there, all the good stuff at TomahawkShades.com, and when you go to check out you guys can use our promo code USP to get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order. And believe it or not, the warehouse sale boxes are still available. So you go in there. The The tier four is incredible. It's, it's $225. Uh, I'm sorry, $225 value for $100. Um, is that really what it's down to? Yeah, 100 bucks. You go to checkout. Doing this live for you guys. Put in our code USP. Apply. Bada bing, bada boom. Takes $25 off. Because you get that 25%. You're paying $75 plus you're getting free shipping. Because it hits the $75 threshold. You can't beat it. So go check out our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Uh, and stay styling and profiling all football season long. Our friends at Stateside, Urban Craft, Vodka. You guys can go to statesidevodka.com. Check out the vodka soda party packs at statesidevodka.com. It's craft vodka, real juice, and sparkling water. No other additives, no other nonsense in there. Go to statesidevodka.com. Check out the vodka sodas. Get all that good stuff in you. And if you want to support the homies here at Underground Sports Philadelphia, add the one liter bottles of vodka into your cart when you check out, and you can use our promo code USP to get 10% off those one liter bottles. It's that simple. You just got to be 21 or older to purchase, and of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer, the official beer 
of Underground Sports Philadelphia. You guys can go to KenwoodBeer.com. Check out everything they got in the shop. Plus, they got the beer golf glasses back in stock. Those things are fire. I'm going to be ordering a couple of them things for the studio and for our guys here. Uh, So go to KenwoodBeer.com. Check out the store. Check out the merch they got. And, of course, use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap. And uh, you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. So let's get into it. The Philadelphia Eagles, they end up winning on Sunday 21-18 to over the Carolina Panthers. And let's just say it didn't look great the entire time. It was, it was a struggle to move the ball a bit. You know, there were uh, parts of this offense that just... <laughs> It, it, it makes no sense what they're doing, and it goes back to the, the point we've said on this show. I've said it on the record, off the record, that this team just struggles to figure out what type of identity it wants to have. Uh, they just don't know exactly how they want to play with the players that they have at their disposal. Um, You know, Jalen Hurts didn't have his best game today, but he had the composure, the poise, and the confidence to go down there and, and execute a a game-winning drive when it mattered you know at the end of the first quarter of this game it was 10-3 in favor of the Eagles Jalen Hurts also uh had you know a snap go over his head in that first half the the Panthers got a safety out of that it was it was just a really weird not cohesive game for most of it um you know Jalen Hurts only had 198 passing yards Miles Sanders led the team in rushing with 45 rushing yards. Devontae Smith led the team in receiving with 77 receiving yards. Like, you didn't have anybody go over 100 yards at the skill position uh, of any of your skill position players. So, to be able to come out on top in this game where, you know, Chubb Hubbard ran for 101 yards on this defense, but you were able to contain the, the receiving game, DJ Moore led the the Panthers in receiving with 42 yards. Um, Sam Darnold looked like he was seeing ghosts again, which was awesome uh, to really just you know rattle him, especially when it mattered in the second half. And I I don't want to be that guy, but there was a moment in this game where things seemed to turn, and I, I forget who tweeted it, but I did see the tweet. Uh, the Eagles outscored the Panthers 18 to three after. The guy who ran on the field with his shirt off ran on the field. Uh, I don't know if everybody picked up on that during the game, but somebody did run on the field. It was an Eagles fan uh, with no shirt on. And from that moment on, the Eagles were able to outscore the Panthers. Momentum swung in their favor. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. And I'm going to say shout-out to that that fan who ran on the field with no shirt on. Um because it, it changes the trajectory of the game, uh, if you look at it from a weird superstitious standpoint of things. But, you know, this team has a lot of issues still. There's a lot that is still going on with this team that needs to be fixed. It's It sucks that you get a win here. Obviously, it's great. Um, but now you don't really have that, that full week to celebrate it and enjoy it. Uh, because you, you have a quick turnaround in a Thursday night game against a very good Tampa Bay Buccaneers team who looks like they are nowhere close to slowing down because Tom Brady threw for five touchdowns on Sunday against a bad Miami team. 
Um, but nonetheless, five, a 400-yard game is a 400-yard game, and the Eagles have to quickly turn around, put this game behind them, and and focus on a Buccaneers team that doesn't make mistakes like the Panthers do, that does not take their foot off the gas pedal, that are not easily rattled, and I just don't know if they have the overall coaching to do it. I don't know if they have the personnel to do it. Um, one of the big things this team needs to realize that Jalen Rager just does not have it. I was talking to John Bartrett about this, and if you know John, you know Jalen Rager's his guy. Jalen Rager does not have it. Like, he is, he just truly cannot, he has not been able to develop, he has not been able to improve, and if you're a coaching staff that is competent and you're a coaching staff that knows how you want to operate, you have to look at how things have gone over the course of the first five weeks of the season and realize you can't have Jalen Rager in on offense for this team at all whatsoever. It needs to be Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins in two wide receiver sets. You need to feature Kenneth Gainwell more in the passing game. You need to get him going because he's explosive. He gets plays going for you every single time the ball is in his hands. You need to get Dallas Goddard going. If you want to include Zach Ertz in there as well, by all means do it. But this team has no identity right now, and they need to figure that out quickly because Tampa Bay is going to come in here and truly embarrass them if they kind of come into this game with the same quote-unquote game plan that they did for this Carolina Panthers team because it was an absolute disaster for about like 55 minutes of the game. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. to be honest with everybody like and we all saw it there was clearly no full-blown game plan of what they wanted to do to stop this Panthers team or how they wanted to attack their defense who by all intents intents and purposes is a pretty darn good defense for the most part like they still held you to 21 points like in today's NFL that's not enough to win a game so the Panthers defense did their job for the most part uh, they just couldn't come up with that one big play to to really seal the deal and, and put the Eagles away. But overall, it, w- it was good to see Jalen like show that composure, show that he could lead this team in crunch time when it mattered, go out there, win a football game when your back was against the wall. If the Eagles lose this game, it, it's a much different vibe and feel about the outlook of this season. Sure, the Cowboys are 4-1, and one and they're probably going to run away with the division at some point. Um, but, I mean, this was like Matt and I said when we did our season preview a couple weeks ago. This is like a, a free punt year. Like, this is a free hit. It's a, it's a base on balls year for the Eagles. Like, you're trying to figure things out. And from the assessment I made today, watching this team, it... It's it's all coaching right now that is holding this team back. And 
I, I want Sirianni to be a good coach. I, I want him to succeed. But right now, he's the guy who's holding everything back. He's the guy that has everything looking very vanilla, looking inco- incoherent at points to where you don't know what you have in a Jalen Hurts. You don't know what you have in these skill position guys. And that's a that's a frustrating position to be in five weeks into the season and five weeks into a new head coach. So hopefully things turn around there. But as of right now, it all looks like it's it's on the coaching staff in terms of why this team has looked the way they have uh, five weeks into the season. Defensively, I thought this team played arguably their best um, since the 49ers game. And even then, that game was like, okay, but Darius Slay coming up with two big interceptions. Steven Nelson also gets in on the interception action. Uh, Alex Singleton led the team in tackles with nine. Um, Just overall, I think the defense played extremely well in this game. Your big three, Josh Sweat, Javon Hargrave, and Fletcher Cox all had sacks in this game. Ryan Kerrigan finally on the stat sheet as a Philadelphia Eagle. Um, But, you know, Darius Slay, he silenced a lot of fucking haters this week. He, He was on Twitter after the Chiefs game talking about how he doesn't let up 100-yard passers, and people crucified him. Crucified him on the Twitter machine. But uh, he came out and proved that he's big play slay. Came up with two massive interceptions, had three tackles in this game as well. And then his boy, uh, Steven Nelson, on the other side. It was the 1-2-3 game this game. It was it was Hurts, it was Darius Slay, and it was Steven Nelson putting it away with that final interception. And... Uh, that's a check one, two, three, baby. That's a that's a dub. Um, but overall, I mean, the biggest question mark you have right now heading into, you know, the a couple really tough games over the next couple of weeks against Tampa Bay on a short week against a Vegas team who's on a bit of a slide, but they're they're gonna be hungry and it's on their home turf. And then a Lions team that is truly starving for their first win right now. Uh, And then November doesn't get any easier because you play the Chargers, the Broncos, the Saints, and the Giants all in the month of November. Uh, So that's three out of four teams in there that I think are going to be tough matchups. And I include the Broncos there because it's at mile high. uh, And I think the Broncos are a a pretty decent team. I think they're kind of on the same level where the Eagles are right now. Um, But I think the Eagles are an overall better team. But... The schedule does not get easy for this team at all whatsoever until November 28th when you play the Giants, the Jets, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Washington football team, and then you finish up against the Cowboys. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP, breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts.
You maybe have that Lions game in there as like the one last like real easier game where you should be favored. Other than that, it's going to be gut punches and battles the rest of the way. Um, but credit to the defense for stepping up, making Sam Darnold look confused as all hell out there, and uh, sealing a victory for this team that was desperately needed to uh, make the outlook on this 2021 season look much better than it would have if they would have dropped to 1-4. and four. And if you're just a, a non-optimistic Eagles fan and you want to look at, you know, the this season's kind of a lost cause side of things and, and you're not really in on the way that this team is playing, well, I got news for you. I got, I got good news for you. If the NFL draft started today, the Eagles would have three, count them, three top ten picks in the 2022 NFL draft. And I'm not going to be the one to go out and say I know anything about college football because I don't. I think college football is lame. It's boring. It does nothing to excite me. I've said it multiple times on this show throughout the years, college football, boring. I tried to do a college football parlay just for the hell of it this past week uh, on a hashtag not a sponsor sports book, and uh, I failed miserably. I, I got my first leg, Georgia, minus 14 and a half. And then uh, Penn State fucked me. They fucked me royally. And then Alabama just decided not to show up this week. They decided, hey, Kyle bet on us. Fuck it. We're going to lose our first game since 2019 to an unranked team uh, nonetheless. But college football stinks. That's why I wait for these guys to get to the pros to really evaluate how good of a player they are. And if the season ended today... The Eagles would be picking with their own personal pick at number 10, just like they did this past season when they took Devontae Smith. Uh, obviously, there were trades involved to get to that pick, but they did pick at number 10 this past season. They would also have the number 7 pick with the Colts pick coming to us from the Carson Wentz trade. Obviously, the Colts still have to play in Week 5. They play Monday Night Football uh, against the Ravens, so we'll see how that game pans out. Um, and then the Eagles would have the number three overall pick in this year's draft as well, courtesy of the Miami Dolphins. I mean, that's that's weaponry at its finest. You know, having three top ten picks like that is just amazing. And who knows how the rest of the season is going to play out? Who knows how the Eagles pick is going to play out? Um, things could could certainly change. Uh, you know, beyond measure, and uh, the the top fifteen picks right now in the twenty twenty two NFL draft order through five weeks would be Jacksonville, Detroit, uh, Philadelphia via Miami, the Jets, Houston, the Giants, uh, Philadelphia via Indianapolis, Atlanta, New England, Philadelphia, Miami via San Francisco, the Jets via Seattle, Washington, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. So I mean. The Eagles would be picking three times in front of teams that desperately have big-time needs, and like I wouldn't be shocked if we end up seeing the Steelers try to trade for one of those picks to move up and get a quarterback, and you can kind of get a hopeful King's ransom from the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the Eagles having 
a win today and still walking away from Week 5's NFL action with three top 10 picks is just absolutely immaculate stuff. You love to see that. And that's what this team needs. They're in that like middle ground of like a lot of key contributors are getting up there in age. You just brought in a, a big time rookie uh, rookie class, a, a ton of young talent over the past couple of years as well. But you still need more, and you need to add to this team. You need to add pieces that are going to fit potentially Nick Sirianni's you know coaching style. But I, I love the fact that we have three top ten picks right now. Like I'm over the moon about it. I think it's such a good development uh, for this team to have that potential young talent coming in uh, to go with what you hope is going to be a core of you know Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Kenny Gainwell, Dallas Goddard, and a kind of changing of the guard at the offensive line. You know Jordan Mailata on that offensive line. I never want to see Jordan Mailata at right tackle again, but <laughs> he's your future left tackle, and that's a a huge development. There is you know seeing kind of the pieces come together that you know are going to be core pieces over the next few years, and that's what gets me super excited about the Philadelphia Eagles moving forward, uh, and not just for the now. It's going to be very exciting over the next couple of years, depending on how they execute, uh, especially this year's NFL draft. But obviously, we're not trying to be super down. We obviously know there's a lot of things the Eagles need to fix, but you don't want to be super down and already thinking about the draft, which is months away. You want to live in the moment, enjoy this win as much as possible over the next couple of days before you prep for Brady and the Bucks, uh on Thursday night. Which, if you guys aren't checking out our Thursday night props live streams on our Twitch channel, our Twitter, uh, and the 4th and Gold Twitter, you're missing out. It's Thursday night props presented by our friends at Play Pickup. It's the best place to uh, play the headlines, place you know prop bets on the hottest headlines in sports. Uh, it's free to play. You don't, you don't need to put money in. It's all just using your brain. So start building your pickup fan profile by making picks on the hottest headlines in sports. Go to playpickup.com. Start racking up points. I'm 48 and 41 in my picks, uh, so far this season. I have a few futures picks as well. Uh, still chilling in my docket. I gotta see some things in here as well. I gotta send them. Uh, some results from last month's PLL championship game still. Uh, but I'm closing in on 50 career wins at playpickup.com. And uh, you guys should definitely be checking out our streams. It's myself and Pat Pitts and a bunch of you know cast and crew from the Underground Sports Philadelphia team. Uh, every Thursday night, we're live streaming the game. This week, I won't be there because I'm going to be hanging out with the boys from the Bell and the Birdmen like I do every single Eagles game day. Uh, on-site producing their podcast. and uh, But Pat Pitts will be holding it down. I'm sure he'll throw together a, a ragtag crew of, of goons and, and just craziness like we always do. Um, somehow it always devolves into a Marvel conversation. It's a, it's a ton of fun, so be sure to check out our Thursday Night Props live streams, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI, Twitter 
at underground PHI and at fourth and goal USP, which fourth and goal will have new uh, branding by the time you guys are listening to this. Very excited to reveal that to the masses. Um, but check out our Thursday night live streams presented by play pickup. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at get in the whole pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content, keeping you up to date on the world of golf, releasing weekly a part of the underground sports, Philadelphia family of podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's talk a little Major League Baseball postseason because I was watching the playoffs when the Sunday night football game was in a delay, uh, seeing some of the highlights. And obviously there's a ton of Phillies ties to this uh, this 2021 playoffs. And again, makes me want to absolutely pull my hair out. And, you know, everybody's going to talk about Gabe Kapler. They're going to talk about... Uh, you know, Darren Ruff and everything out with the Giants. But one underrated appearance in the postseason right now is Cesar Hernandez playing for the Chicago White Sox. But the biggest one uh, that I think is still not getting nearly enough talk. And it drives me up a wall every time I see it because it's absolutely stupid. And Matt Klintak should be jettisoned uh, to the moon because of it. And it's Nick Pavetta absolutely thriving with the Boston Red Sox this postseason. Nick Pavetta has been transforming himself into a Boston Red Sox fucking postseason hero. And it's driving me up a wall because we don't talk enough about how ever since Nick Pavetta got traded away from the Philadelphia Phillies, he's been an absolute rock star for the Red Sox in whatever capacity they've needed him in. Uh, we also traded away Connor Siebold, who has started games for the Red Sox this year and is going to be a valuable piece to their future. And both guys the Phillies traded uh, for, by getting rid of those two players, are no longer with the organization. That's Heath Hembry and Brandon Workman, who might be enemies of the underground um, forever. They, they, they might be enemies of the underground forever. Those two guys were the sorriest sacks of shit <laughs> I've ever seen on a roster. They, I, I still can't get over the fact that they traded for those two guys, Nick Pavetta and Connor Siebold. Nick Pavetta called this Phillies team out on, you know, not directly, but did it. Uh, and and seeing Nick Pavetta doing what he is in this postseason in high leverage situations in situations that we would have never thought were fathomable in Philadelphia, the way that they used him. He, he's pitched like 140 pitches over the last like 72 hours. It's absolutely insane. Um, it's just a, a glaring slap in the face and a glaring hole in the Phillies' development of players from the minor league system all the way up to the majors. It just continues to show its head every single time. And the latest victim is Nick Pavetta. Nick Pavetta is the epitome of how piss poor the Philadelphia Phillies are at developing talent across the board. The fact that we couldn't get this out of Nick Pavetta, or even half of this 
out of Nick Pavetta is just mind-blowing, especially because you robbed the Nationals for him in the first place. You traded a washed-up Jonathan Papelbon to get Nick Pavetta, and the fact that we can't utilize that talent and, and tap into that potential and gave him so many opportunities, it, it almost seems like we were looking at the wrong people. And I feel like we continue to do that every single season with so many different prospects, with so many different players. You look at the players that are across Major League Baseball that have come into this Phillies organization from the minors and are now succeeding. Nick Pavetta, J.P. Crawford has had a gold glove season with the Seattle Mariners. Connor Siebold. You know, there are players across Major League Baseball that have been in the Phillies minor league system and we either move on from them far too early or we run them into the ground to where we can't truly develop them and then we just assume, oh, they stink. We're going to trade them for the the quickest return that we possibly can and then those guys go and thrive with their new teams and it has just been a trend for this this organization since as long as I can remember. Like, they got very lucky that none of the players from the Roy Halladay trade panned out to be, like, insane rock stars. Uh, they got, uh, you know, the the real only real prospects that have turned out before all of these guys that they've traded away um, in recent memory is Carlos Carrasco when we traded for Cliff Lee. And that's fine because it took Carlos Carrasco time to get up uh, through Cleveland's system, and now he's with the Mets, obviously, but it, it's just a it's an indictment on how piss poor the Phillies' lack of attention to developing players has been. They've felt like they can just buy their way or trade their way through so many seasons and so many iterations of rosters, and that is why the Phillies are in the position they are heading into this offseason and why they've been in this position every single offseason for the most part outside of the, the five-year run that they had. It, it's just a it's a sad state of affairs when you saw fans who were absolutely crucifying and critiquing Nick Pavetta when he was here are wishing he was here now because of how well he's playing with the Red Sox. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. You it's more already know. I think that's we, how it we always goes. Like, like 45 minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I'm Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today.
Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. And same thing. So many people bitched and complained about Gabe Kapler. And now seeing what he's doing, it's like, oh, it was a mistake. What did we do? Why did we get rid of Gabe Kapler? Same thing with Darren Ruff. Why did we let him? Why did we let him go? Blah blah blah. It's because we don't know how to develop, guys. And that is going to be the Phillies' biggest issue. Hopefully, things can start to you know turn around a bit with some of these hires that they've been making. But it's going to take years. You know, they failed to rebuild to a T. Like, you want to define failing a rebuild? You look at the Phillies' rebuild that they performed following the the five-year run. That is just absolute, unmitigated, disastrous way to fail rebuilding a roster in Major League Baseball. And they showed you how to perfect that. And until... They get true development people into this organization that know how to develop players, that know how to seek talent at different portions, you know, different parts of the world, honestly. Our international signings have been piss poor for as as long as I've been alive. And our developing of college and high school players is disastrous. So until that gets fixed... It's going to be a long time, I think, before the Phillies are even sniffing a nice little playoff run. So yeah, it's just frustrating seeing such highly touted prospects who were on this major league roster for the Phillies absolutely dominating in the postseason, and the Phillies aren't even sniffing playoff baseball yet. It's absolutely wild. Um, Fuck Matt Klentak. Fuck Heath Embry. Fuck Brandon Workman forever. That's uh that's how it goes. That's a that's a Sunday show for you guys. Uh be sure to follow us on social media at underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. Uh be sure to follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out all of our podcasts on Twitter at OTB Laxpod at streamer SZN at FC Top Bins, at Get in the Hole Pod, and at 4th and Goal USP. And, of course, check out our Survivor uh, account as well, at Buffs and Snuffs, B-U-F-F-S-N-S-N-U-F-F-S. We're doing uh, Wednesday night Twitter spaces after every episode to recap, just kind of shoot the shit and have fun talking about Survivor uh, each and every week. Myself, my sister, uh, Matt. And whoever else wants to join, that's a Survivor fan. Come join us. Buffs and Snuffs Twitter Spaces every Wednesday night following Survivor. Um, check out all of our podcasts. Check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know how you feel about this Eagles win, how you feel about the Eagles Moving forward on a short week and heading into the rest of the month of October uh, and how you feel about the Phillies just not having a single clue on how to develop talent. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too and we know they're five stars. You can also check us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And uh, big thank you to our sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, 
Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Of course, our homies at Tomahawk Shades. Use promo code USP to get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Check out the Vodka Soda Party Packs at StatesideVodka.com. you got to be 21 or older to purchase. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer. Use the Kenny Tracker at KenwoodBeer.com to see who's got Kenny's on tap. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 367. I'm your boy KB, and until Wednesday night, where I will more than likely be an absolute zombie on that show, you don't want to miss it. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. I have three straight days of working inventory at my day job uh, at Staples, so send the good vibes, send the positivity for your boy, because I am not well right now, just thinking of how overwhelmed I'm going to be this week. Um, but you don't want to miss that show because I'm probably going to be delirious as all fuck. Uh, so twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI is the place to be. Follow, follow, follow the channel. And, uh, until then, this has been episode number 367 of USP. I'm your boy KB and, uh, shout out to the Burts for a big time win. But until Wednesday night, guys, your boy is signing off. Peace. Peace.